0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to Tuesday in the NBA. There are three games on. We'll look at streaming. We'll look at the next five days. We'll hear from Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are locked on fantasy basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball and Substack, .substack JoshLloyd48.substack.com. Today's episode is brought to you by PricePix. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKED ON. That's PricePix.com. The promo code is LOCKED ON. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. So, we're here to look ahead to a three game Tuesday in the NBA. Morning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, first game Pistons Heat. Did the injury report show earlier today and after I recorded that, there was an up an update from Dwayne Casey on Cade Cunningham. And the update is nothing has changed. Cool, so a non-update. Absolutely no update whatsoever. We have no idea what's happening with Cade. I said I'd want to give it to the end of the week before I consider him a drop. I still probably do that, but I'm not sure we'll get another update this week. It just doesn't think I don't think he's gonna play. And again, it's all about individual circumstances. If you're struggling, drop him. Like Simple as that. Like You're not going to get him back this year. You might get him back. Yeah, not season. You're not going to get him back this year. You might get him back in January, maybe. But I'm highly, highly doubtful. If you're struggling, drop him. It would have been good to get an update, but yeah. Why would you ever give an update on your franchise player? It makes no sense, of course. So Cade is out. Isaiah Livers is out. This is Pistons heat. This is a back-to-back for Miami. Um, I don't know the status of the Miami guys, so I don't know their status for Monday's game, but I would have to expect that Jimmy Butler is going to sit one of these games. I don't know which one, but I'd have to expect that he sits one of them. Even like Gabe Vincent, who's questionable. Dwayne Dedmon is questionable as well. Those guys, you would think that there's a risk of them sitting one of these two games coming up, and they've got every bloody bloke in the world listed on their injury report. Isaiah Livers also out as Obi runs into the room. Um, let's for the Pistons. Let's watch Marvin Bagley. Because he had been playing decently well. Efficiency was way up. He's a good points and rebounds guy. And then he, along with most of the starters, were benched in the last game. He's played 23 minutes, 31 minutes, and 21 minutes the last three games. His minutes are actually all over the shop. Look at this run of games for the last eight 21, 22, 21. Okay, not good. 31, 28, good. 23, not good. 31, good. 21, not good. Ups and downs. And then when you pair it with bad efficiency and, of course, the standard lack of defensive stats and assists, it leaves him teetering. I still think he's a 12-team league guy, especially on a low-volume day like this, but we want to see how he is used in comparison to Sadiq Bay, but also um, Jalen Duran as well, because those minutes for these guys have been all over the shop and it continues to play havoc with us evaluating. As for the depressed penis, he played 33 minutes last game. He would played 35 minutes the last two games prior to that combined. So is he a 33 minute night guy? Almost definitely not, because Bogdanovich isn't going to play 24 minutes most likely. Isaiah Stewart might not play 27. Jaden Ivey might not play whatever he played, which is 28. And we saw Bay get hot. Those guys stunk. So Bay got the extra minutes. On a day like this, on a low-volume day, it is fine to have Bay. I just don't think that he's a long-term guy. and I think that 33 minutes is a little bit not indicative of what we expect. For the Heat, they have this great schedule this week. We know this. Max Struess who is listed probable with a shoulder issue. I expect that he plays, but let's watch what he can carve out when they're healthy or when they're not healthy. That's the real big difference to me with Struis is where the value lies on a healthy squad. I also want to watch Bam buy, because a lot of people have been telling me how big a step that he's taken this season. I'm not really sure. I'm not, not really sure. He took a step up in usage when everyone was out, but otherwise, like what's different? I feel like he's just doing sort of the same stuff. Um, so let's watch that and see if there is any actual change in his overall game and the usage hierarchy on this team, or if it's just the fact that he's, he boosted because Hero and Butler are out, which I think is probably more likely to be the case. Lakers Cavs is the next one. The Cavs are four and a half point favourites. The total's 224. Dean Wade is out, Rubio's out, Windler's out. I expect LeBron is going to play, but he's dealing with an ankle problem, so I've just listed him there as questionable. And Jarrett Allen is officially questionable with that back issue. So that's good news that he's officially questionable. Doesn't mean that he's going to play, of course. We always want to watch Anthony Davis for the Lakers because he's dominating. But I do also want to watch Lonnie Walker, who is a very empty scoring player, And just getting enough shots is always, to me, going to be the challenge on this squad when you've got someone like Dennis Schroeder in the starting lineup, Russell Westbrook off the bench. Where does Walker ever find the opportunity to be the number two guy? Because most of those, there's Schroeder, there's Westbrook, there's Davis, there's James. It's going to be very rare where Walker's on the court with only one of those guys making his value when he doesn't contribute rebounds, assists, deals, or blocks, and can be up and down with shooting. It makes it pretty tenuous. Now, you hold him because of the value of a low-volume day, but otherwise, I'm just not convinced. Austin Reeves, another guy that has been putting up good numbers, but with the return of Schroeder, the play of LeBron, um, the starting of Beverly and Schroeder together, it makes it hard for Reeves to be anything more than a streamer. He's a solid streamer for today, but I'd like the way he was playing. I just don't like where the value goes. For the Cavs, with Wade out, I expect Lamar Stevens to start, but what does that mean for Lavert Drak- Levert? Drakaris. Now, Levert is pretty bad, I think, but the minutes are sort of all over the place. 29-33. 24-16. And the 24 and 16 were the games where Wade A got hurt or Wade missed. So that doesn't make a ton of sense, does it? Now, I don't think Levert is going to come back and start because Stevens is going to get that job. Is Levert at least worth streaming for this game? I think probably yes. A long-term guy? No, I, I don't think so. There's still a number of different players they can throw in there. Osman, Okoro, Stevens. They're starting Mamadi Diakite in these games. Mamadi is playing 10 minutes that's not going to Levert. Think about that. So while it's a stream here, I do not think there's long-term value in Karis. Also watch Evan Mobley, who's been playing big minutes. 40 minutes, 33, 24 in a blowout, 38, 39 without Allen there. And his numbers have been up playing as a center. If Allen is back, do the numbers decline? Where do his minutes sit? In order to get Kevin Love into that mix a little bit more, that'll be something to watch. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Price picks price picks is daily fantasy but it's daily fantasy not like you know it it's easier it's so much more fun as well you don't have to go up against thousands of people putting in lineups and dealing with salary caps it's just simple player projections you got evan mobley over under one and a half blocks pick whatever you want over or under karis levert over under 10 and a half missed shots they don't have missed shots but you know you can put that as an over under get up to two to six of those individual player projections smoosh them into a lineup and you can win up to 25 times your entry It's not just the NBA, you can do the big ones like disc golf, NFL, college basketball, college football, bowl games coming up, WNBA when that starts back up, soccer, the World Cup, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, European basketball, cricket, it's all there. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match, up to 100 dollars reduces. The last game of the day, it's the Mavericks on a back-to-back against the Denver Nuggets. We've still got streaming stuff to come after this, don't worry. The Nuggets are four and a half point favorites. The total's 223. MAGA Porter Jr. is likely out of this one. I'm not sure that's officially been confirmed, but this sort of fits in that time frame they initially gave us. So he should be out. KCP is questionable with a wrist sprain. Um, Big Jeff Green, if I can find the sound. My name is Jeff. He's questionable to return from his knee contusion. Peyton Watson has a hamstring injury, for those of you who care about that. While Christian Wood, the woodsman, the crucifix, he is dealing with an illness that cost him the game on Saturday. I don't know if he's going to play on Monday, but we need to watch that scenario. For the Mavs, we want to watch Josh Green, whose minutes and production have been a bit all over the place. 20, 27, 14, and 27. 27, Josh Green is streamable. 14 is not. He's been shooting well above himself, so I'd expect some aggression there. But as a steals and threes streamer, green makes a little bit of sense. And Tim Hardaway's been dominating. 31-36 26, uh, 31, 36, and 28 minutes the last three games, and that 28 was a blowout win. He's shooting the absolute lights out, and I can guarantee you it's going to cool off. But he is a must-roster player, and we'll see where it goes and just keep an eye on his role in the rotation, especially if they do decide to play Kemba Walker, which I don't think they will the Nuggets, it was a terrible game from the five-minute man, the big stiffy Bones Highland last game. Played five minutes and never seen from again because we had to prioritize Ishmael Smith, the man on his 15th NBA team. Not 15th, but it's bloody close. So does, with the injury perhaps to KCP, does Bones push back to 30 minutes? These minutes are all over the shop. 22, then five. He's had a million illnesses. The doorknob lick has just been in and out with sky-high usage and terrible performances. Yeah, I feel really hesitant to recommend Bones, but he could go off and drop 25 points in 20 minutes. Or he could play five minutes and never be seen again. It's a risky proposition. So we want to see how Bones is used. We want to see how Ishmith is used. We want to see who the doctor prioritizes there. Because that is important for the rest of the season and the rest of this week. Because we just don't know what he's going to do with it, unfortunately. That is the way of the doctor. Streaming, back-to-backs. Now, Wednesday is a high-volume day, but you might have streaming room there. There are two teams that play. It's the Pistons and it's the Lakers. So Dennis Schroeder and Austin Reeves, Alec Burks and Jalen Duran Really, any player from those two teams. Should have dropped the Alec Burks as well. Alec Burks. Any of those guys can be 12-team league stream guys to get the back-to-back value out of them. If we look for streams on a Tuesday, it's a pretty rough list, to be fair. So we're sort of just scraping the bottom. Dorian Finney Smith, the man who has pissed on our faces so many times this season, but maybe, maybe he has a good game. I don't know. Dennis Schroeder's in that mix, who again really struggles with usage and is not a 12 team league player in my mind. But as a starter on a low volume day, you look at it. Then you got Jalen Duran, Austin Reeves, Alec Burks. Then you get down to all Lamar Stevens, Muxi Kleber, Patrick Beverly. For deeper leagues, these guys all available 90% plus of leagues. Schroeder, Stevens, Pat Beverly, Dwight Power, Troy Brown. Vlaco Chanchar, Ish Smith, and Joshy Green. Points Leagues, these guys are all available at over 50% of leagues. Schroeder, Kevin Love. Good opportunity to stream Kevin Love here. Um, Karis Levert, Donny Finney-Smith, Lonnie Walker, Caleb Martin, Alec Burks, and Jalen Duran When we look at uh, Chunkies, the next five days, we are the low-volume days? So we've got Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday over the next five days. So which players can we look at here? Well, the first name on this list I'm really hesitant about, and that's Bones Highland because I just don't know what Malone's going to do. But with with the three games coming up, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, if you believe in Bones, and I sort of do, the value is there. We love the Heat guys, Caleb Martin and Max Struess for this week alone. They have that four quality games starting Monday. So they've got the three games coming up. And there's a bunch of guys with two games on low volume days in the coming week, in the coming five days. Kevin Love, Dorian Finney-Smith, Marcus Morris, despite how stinky he has been, there is value in getting at least two games out of him. This one is a little little controversial, I guess, and that um, is Zach Collins. Now, you have to wait until Thursday, but the Spurs do play Thursday, Saturday. But if you are looking for a guy as we head later into the week, he does have two quality games. He will probably be a backup, but he might start one of them, and that might be enough. And then, of course, there's Tim Hardaway, who I've got on here, but he's a must-roster player anyway. Now, his rest of season projections don't love him as much as his current form does. That's why he's a little bit further down this list. And they only have the two qualities. But add him. Add Tim Hardaway. Do you want me to say it again? Add Tim Hardaway. And we'll see what happens. Over the next five days, in terms of all volume days, all, all games, Kyle Anderson's got three games. And I think he's he's useful enough to start through that time. Same with Killian Hayes and same with Monty Morris, with Bradley Beal out. Yes, it is a short-term add of Monty Morris, over these next five days at least, where Beal is likely out and the Wizards play three games. And then you've got the players who you can add who have some value, but it's a little bit, you know, if you're looking to maximize games played over the next five, irrespective of low volume. We've got Bones, we've got Schroeder, we've got Finney Smith, Kevin Love, Marcus Morris. All of those guys have three games over the next five nights. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're on YouTube, why don't you thumb it up? Why don't you leave your comment? Why don't you subscribe? Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.